for youngsters to graze on. The scheme has seen the co-op donating fresh food within the use-by and best-before dates to thousands of small community groups. School staff members collect food from the store, which is prepared every morning by pupils at the breakfast club. They are then responsible for distributing fruit, vegetables and bread around the classes. A woman in Pembroke has pleaded guilty to possession of a gram of cannabis when she appeared before Haverford West Magistrates on November 20th. Alicia Stokes of Devon Drive admitted failing to surrender to the court for her hearing the previous day. Jonathan Webb, defending, said she handed over the bag of cannabis and pleaded guilty at the first opportunity. He added that Stokes failed to appear at her previous hearing because she had confused her dates and had surrendered to the court that morning. The bench heard that the cannabis had an estimated street value of £10. Magistrates ordered Stokes to pay £252 in fines, surcharge and a destruction order was made for the seized drugs. A chef who has been giving Pembrokeshire diners a taste of his creative cuisine this year is creating a stir on MasterChef, the professionals. Malin De Silva, who lives in Narbuth, won through to appear in TV's BAFTA award-winning culinary contest ahead of thousands of other professional chefs and has now made it through to the quarterfinal in the final 12. 37-year-old Malin, who has worked this year at the Stackpole Inn and Plum Vanilla Narbuth, will be back on screen on Tuesday, December 3rd for the challenge of knockout week. The long-running case of a man accused of benefit fraud has been settled at last. 71-year-old William Gething Lewis had been facing a trial for the last three and a half years but has refused to return from his holiday home on the basis that he was too ill to travel. A judge at Swansea Crown Court ruled that he would be tried whether he was in court or not and has since been convicted of two offences. He obtained £53,135 in pension credits and £1,509 in council tax relief between April 2008 and June 2013, to which he was not entitled. After a short trial, he was cleared of acting dishonestly, but found guilty of failing to notify the Department for Work and Pensions and Pembrokeshire County Council of changes in his circumstances. Judge Walters said he would sentence Gething Lewis after a proceeds of crime investigation had identified what assets were available for confiscation. A warrant for the arrest of Gething Lewis has since been withdrawn. This is Pure West Radio. For Pembrokeshire, from Pembrokeshire. And hello and a good evening and welcome back to you. Uh, you listen to Pure West Presents. Uh, this is episode four. I believe of uh, of the new setup. Of course, we have been going uh, on Pure West Presents uh, for over a year. I think we'd recently celebrated our anniversary, in nearly November. Um, but of course, we've kind of given it a bit of a rejig, and part of that rejig, we've got our co-presenters. There's no Mike here this evening, uh, but I know he is tuned in. So, hello, Mike, uh, and we'll be seeing you next week, I'm sure. But I am joined in the studio this week uh, by Mark. Uh, you've got a hundred percent, hundred percent record so far. 100%. I I'm, know, I'm, I'm doing pretty well. I, not even I dreamed of that kind of dedication from someone. Nothing better to do. So, that's <laughs> what is that what it is? Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> you should have kept it at the dedication. <laughs> uh, welcome back, and, uh, and thanks Thank for coming again. Um, last week, yes. I think last week was one of my favourite shows. 
uh, that I've done in the whole format of they've uh, all been present. my favourite. I mean, of. they've they've all been great, but it was so good um, to have a real flashback uh, last week. And of course, if if you didn't tune into last week uh, and you're tuning in now, you can catch it on the podcast. Um, but if you can't be bothered, I'll tell you what happened. Uh, we did a bit of a, a flashback uh, following the news of my Kamka romance and Rage Against the Machines reunions. Uh, we decided to take a trip down memory lane and look at the local unsigned bands that we'd love to see uh, do a little reunion gig. So um, we heard the likes of the Blims, a little snippet of Johnny Action Finger. Do you remember that? That was good. Yep. Um, we heard Hate Gage. We heard the Stangs beneath the reef. Uh, scream the headlines the list goes on one artist that was um suggested for that episode but unfortunately we we ran out of time was super gene they were really good um i think i I watched them a couple of times uh during their peak and i absolutely loved them so uh to apologize we are going to play them right now Uh, And then we're going to play some of my highlights from last week as well. And of course, we'll be back uh, very, very soon with our theme uh, of this week, the topic that Mark and I are going to debate through. Of course, we've got our overseas star as well. Uh, So yeah, stay tuned and let's keep it going, guys.
Facebook competitions and local news, follow Pure West Radio on Facebook. Pure West Radio. From Pembrokeshire. This is Pure West Radio. That was Super Gina. We had two tracks from them. Anything, first of all, uh, sorry, anything. And before that, uh, first of all, we had All For You. Super Gina, of course, uh, a great Pembrokeshire based band. Um, not around anymore, uh, which is a big shame, but all part of that kind of flashback feature we did last week. And coming up right next, right next? Is that, is that, that's a very, that's almost like now in a minute, isn't Nearly it? Nearly there, Rob. Nearly right there. now. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone would think I do this for a living. Um, co- coming up uh, in a moment, uh, we're going to have uh, two of my picks from last week's episode. Um, two of my favourite tracks from the whole two hours. One from Screen the Headlines and one from Beneath the Reef. But first of all, we will introduce to you uh, the topic uh, for this week. We kind of uh, discussed it almost off air last week while we were on the show, isn't it? It was something we talked about. I mean, it's it's something that's probably going to come up 
it, it touches a lot of subjects. I think we will bring this up, as as you said there. We're, this will probably be the type of thing that is going to kind of weave into a lot of other because it weaves into everything now. You know, absolutely. So. Yeah. Well, I remember when we when we did uh, a kind of pilot recording for music and mental health, and one of the key things in that was, was social media and and the internet, the use of the internet. Things yeah, like no, that. of course. So yeah, it it is going to so be, be woven. It is the introduction of social media mm. to musicians and the effect it has on their mental health. I mean, it it's obviously extends to every everyone that uses social media who, who becomes, I suppose, has a following after a while. People notice them, become they become famous. But in the context of musicians, I ask... It's a it's a subject I think worth talking about. Yeah, and and it's a really important one to talk about. Social media affects every aspect of life at the minute. Yeah. Every aspect of life, and it's happened so quickly. I can't even sneeze without it being recorded on social media somewhere. Like everyone's got their phones out, they're they're videoing everything. There's evidence of, of everything that you do, everything that you say, and of course, um, one of the biggest things that, that I think is coming up at the minute is a lot of with some with some of the bigger names is a lot of their past being brought back up, you know, kind of negative tweets. Uh, I, I remember um, very recently Kevin Hart was... Yeah, um, yeah that was there, there, there was some uh, tweets he, he made some, resurfaced. Yeah, he, he made some, you know, tweets that were homophobic, you know, and, and it's, it's a contentious subject. Mm. And it's difficult to kind of work your way through. I mean, personally, I looked at it and thought, well, you know he's kind of paid his his penance i guess i think that's the right word so, so he's apologized you, so much do you think do you think that he can or should be held responsible for something that he said five ten years ago i think you know and that it's should be, be acknowledged taken, sure i mean acknowledge what you said but acknowledge the fact that you've grown as well you know we shouldn't if people are going to change then they need to be recognized as they've changed so here's a question to you then. Um, just talking about Kevin Hart, there he yeah. he was pulled from presenting an awards uh, right. ceremony. I can't remember what it was. It was something pretty big, something pretty major. I don't know if it was on on the kind of level of the Oscars or anything like that. But he was booked to present and host an awards ceremony, something on the lines of the Oscars. I can't remember exactly what it was. Once those tweets from many many years ago, yeah, yeah, it was the it was the uh, Oscars. It was the Oscars, yeah. was it? Um, once those tweets resurfaced, he was then dropped. Yeah, was that right? Was that a right decision? Bearing in mind that it was seven to ten years prior to that. I mean, that, that's again, it's it's bringing up this. When when does it go go from being, you know something you've done in the past mm. if you've said if, if, if you said something i think i mean i guess there's context you know there is context yes what you said i i don't agree with at all it was not even to a lot of people even funny no you know and a stupid stupid thing i guess especially you know in the times that we're living in now to look back on and go yeah that was that was a stupid thing to say you know and it's had obviously a continuous effect since that's happened, it's not excusing it at all or excusing him for what he said, but it is something. I mean, it's a, it's part of that old thing. How many people have not said something? You go back yourself. To oh, I, well, you said you say stupid stuff at different times. Things that the 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 way that we interact with each other now is different 
in in terms of its kind of mainstream appeal, no matter where you are in the political spectrum, you, you, people aren't going to say <coughs> things now, for the most part, that people said just a few years ago. You know, there there is like a, a change in in mm. how we interact and in the ways that we, and even though that it has not disappeared by any measures, I mean, racism still exists and homophobia and hate crimes still exist. I'm not debating it, but I'm saying in the, the context of how we how we are viewed in how we should interact has changed and so people are you know these days looking back and going that really wasn't acceptable mm. but does that mean now that at this point when they are different people and he is he doesn't feel that way he i he might have had um feelings at the time but it's 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 just kind of going against the point that people can change. Yeah, well, and going back to how long ago those comments were made, I mean, they weren't acceptable then. They're certainly not acceptable now. Definitely not. But, but society uh, and its acceptance has moved on. Has changed, yeah. He has educated himself. Of course. Um, and now he has a platform where he has a responsibility to ensure that the members of the LGBTQ plus community and any racial ethnicity, any any yeah. uh, demographic of of uh, people who um, could experience any form of discrimination—that's the word I was looking for. Right, uh, you know, are protected. Um, but yeah, that's that's the question, isn't it? Should you be I mean, I punished? Don't, I don't know if if like necessarily. <coughs> Excuse me. All the responsibilities should be placed on individuals or entertainers. I mean, I think they should advocate, of course, for for that sort of equality. But I don't necessarily think all the responsibilities should go on, and I don't mm. think he should suddenly now inherit all the responsibility to do that based on his previous transgressions. Um, what he said was wrong, but that shouldn't necessarily, so many years later, be the context of who he is now. Because yeah, it's 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 just right, and maybe taking on that responsibility wouldn't necessarily feel, you know, like like genuous. You know, I've seen a lot of things happen. Like there was the Logan Paul thing. I don't know if you know about Logan Paul. He did a he was a big YouTuber and uh, made a really bad video in something called the Suicide Forest yeah, in Japan. Yeah, I remember that. Now, immediately after that, he went around with this whole. I'm going to talk to people and and do lots of videos about mental health and it kind of it it backfired on him in many ways because it seemed disingenuous because he wasn't doing it because he was genuinely concerned he was it doing it to way. right a wrong that he made yeah to keep his image or mm. to try and save the image you know and now he, he's a boxer and now he's was, now he's a boss. He's probably still going to keep going. Uh, anything that's going to make uh, make a couple of million. Uh, so you know that that's just one of the many downsides uh, to to kind of fame as a whole, rather than you know relating it to the music industry. Uh, social media affects um, you know the music industry both locally and internationally. Throughout the course of the show, now we are going to discuss the pros and cons because you know it's not all doom and gloom. There are some fantastic benefits uh, to social media, and it really can, um, you know, uh, affect your your music and your music career for for the better, uh, as we've seen with the likes of Justin Bieber. I mean, 
he yeah. I mean, no, that's not great for us <laughs> as, as the listener but for him as an individual he was recognized yeah, there's, there's a couple of beep songs man I, you know I'll, I'll i'll tap a foot too yeah i'll admit that yeah wow well yeah hey. that, that, that's another one that's another show mate that's, yeah, definitely man uh, Guilty but pleasures. we are going to uh kind of delve further into this we're going to hear some of your thoughts and opinions as well uh but i'm going to play you two tracks from last week's show that really stuck out to me um one of them is from screen the headlines um, again, one of my favourite bands when they're at their peak, and Beneath the Reef as well. Two local bands that really had the potential to really go on and become something fantastic. So we're going to hear two tracks uh, from uh, each of those bands. Scream the headlines first of all uh, with their first single from their debut EP, Liars.
much to discover this year at Folly Farm. And with a great value annual pass, you get 12 whole months of family-friendly fun. <laughs> now you only have to visit more than twice in the year to start saving. How's that for value? You can also save 15% off standard day tickets when bought in advance online. Check out www.folly-farm.co.uk for more details. Zoo, barn, fairground, play. Pick your own adventure at Folly Farm. When you're up there, above the clouds, soaring at 122 miles per hour, it doesn't feel like you're falling. It feels like you're flying. It feels like the sky's the limit. The Skydive Centre has now officially launched at Haverford West Airport. No one else can film your skydive in 360 degrees, so you can relive the experience again and again in virtual reality. So take the ultimate plunge and visit Air Adventures Wales at theskydivecentre.com now.
This is Pure West Radio for Pembrokeshire from Pembrokeshire. Hi, this is Lucy Jones, and you're listening to Pure West Presents with Rob Parker on Pure West Radio. Looking straight at you, you're the one that I adore. You got a taste for something, and I you want more. Am I a lipstick? West Radio anywhere. Download the Pure West Radio mobile app from the App Store or Google Play. Pure West Radio. Beneath the reef there, um, and uh, just before that we had Scream the Headlines with Liars. Uh, And right after that we had Lucy Jones, uh, who is very current, talking about bands uh, who are no longer performing. Uh, Lucy seems to be one of the hardest working uh, members of the local music scene around at the minute so uh, big up Lucy keep doing what you're doing 
Um, welcome back. You listen to Pure West Presents with me and Mark, and uh, what we are discussing this week is social media and its impacts on uh, the music industry, I suppose, both locally and internationally. Um, picking up in particular there on um, the kind of links between social media and mental health uh, and, and the negative impacts there. But it's not all doom and gloom because right now, Mark, we, we live in an age where we can produce a piece of music click a couple of buttons and it is available globally that's got to be a positive right oh absolutely like like no doubt mm. you know i mean like you can buy a computer it doesn't have to be a ultra powerful computer these days you can get some pretty good software to to allow you to create music whether it's digitally or recording it through guitars and amplifiers and and various other instruments and then you can put it out there it's mm. done and you leave it up to yourself to really kind of market it then. You know, you, you put it out there and then you you can advertise on social media. And try all, and push all, it on, on, like, Spotify maybe, maybe on, you know, whatever, you, SoundCloud. That's how a lot of these artists, like, you think of people like uh, Billie Eilish, I think. She's, yeah. She, you know, big, on, it just exploded out of social media. Uh, Post Malone, another one, you know, like... They 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 do happen. You got Justin Bieber as yeah. previously mentioned. Yeah, Lewis Capaldi as well. He's he's another one. That I think people fell in love with him before his music. You know, he's, yeah. he's, some of the videos and and posts that he Wouldn't put you up. Just go just, for a point with him though. Do you know what? I, I I I like his music. I think he's got a fantastic voice. I'll be honest. That that first hit, somebody, uh, someone that you, you know, what's what's the song? I was getting kind of used to being someone, someone you, you love. Yeah. I, I actually thought it was James Arthur for about six months. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God. Um, and then I saw him, uh, actually, before I even knew who he was or that that was him, uh, I saw a video that he put up, um, something to do with a photo shoot, and uh, they'd given him this really trendy tracksuit. I don't no. know if you've seen it. No, so funny. Like you said, I don't care about his music. Like It's good, but that's not why I like him. I want to be his mate. <laughs> Genuinely want to be his mate. Don't care about his, his money, his fame, his music. I just want to be his mate. I mean, it's probably a bit strategic. Like, he, knows, he knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. He's put up like, lots of oh, Instagram. And, and the way the whole he thing trolled was, was it uh, Noel, Gallagher? Noel Gallagher. That was amazing, man. I, I know... Like, I know it, it grew old pretty fast. Like it, it, it oh, maybe went on for a little bit longer yeah. than I may may have wanted it. But the to, way but he came out of Glastonbury, mind, yeah, phenomenal. And and there was something to do with his daughter as well. No Gallagher's daughter. Did he take No Gallagher's daughter out on a date or something like I, that? I haven't. I'm not. <laughs> I hope I'm right. I'm not going too far into this. We're we're, we're, we're sidelining. I think a little yeah. bit. We'll, 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 but yeah. I, I, I get back, back back to the point. What what we're social saying. media though. I mean, like Luis Capaldi dominates that. Yeah, and it only takes. I mean, yeah, Lewis Capaldi is a fantastic example of somebody who is marketing himself in a very modern way on social media. Yeah, absolutely. But, it, but it only takes, going back to, uh, to Justin Bieber, Bieber. Um, <laughs> it, <laughs> the it, other it, prime example. It, it, on, it only takes an usher to notice you on uh, YouTube. Yeah. And then you become one of the biggest... But not even um, that. I mean, it can just be viral. Absolutely. Like, just people dig it. Mm. Wow, that was... Was that Boomer? That was Boomer. That was definitely Boomer. Dig it. That's a Boomer thing to say no. That's always been a Boomer thing. That, to that, say. Was, that was a bit Boomer, wasn't it? <laughs> that was Boomer before Boomer came out. <laughs> okay, Boomer. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, no. Here's my uh, counter argument to everything we've just discussed. Right. I, and actually, I'm going to use a quote from you last week. Okay. okay about, about social media. You may or may not remember it. I do not. 
pro to social media, yeah. you can get your music out there. Yeah. Con to social media, you can get your music out there. That's, that's, that's what you said last week. And to me, that describes uh, the relationship between musicians and social media perfectly. Okay, I'm, I remember that. I can give a bit more context. Yeah, there. please do. Okay, so you put your music out there. Mm-hmm. Suddenly, you can have hundreds, thousands, even millions of people paying attention and many of those hundreds, thousands, millions of people are, may may love it. And obviously that goes in one way. And it, yeah, you, you might go big, you might have 15 minutes of fame, you might become famous for years and whatever. Other way is you put your music out there. Now, people can put their music out there and may, may you know, not necessarily be as, as great as they... Uh, may think they are mm-hmm. or, or or they put something out that <clears throat> hey memes are big now you know people put things out and uh, next thing you know you're a you're, meme you're a meme you're, a, you're meme. a meme and and that's not a good thing well i mean debatable um debatable some some people have like profited out of being memes massively but um you know you you put yourself up to the public and now you have potentially millions of people taking notice of your music and and i've seen you know you go onto youtube there are lots of music channels and stuff and some of those channels tend to do like 10 i don't know bands that look like janitors or something like that and then suddenly these these people have like millions of people following them and then millions of people go over to these other channels and yeah it can be it can be brutal the Mm. public can be brutal so I mean, you you know, you're exposing yourself and your your music, and then you are completely by the judgment of the mob, <laughs> you know, and that's that's it. You're you're subject to the mob. We we brought this up, didn't we? I think we were talking about uh, Kanye West a few weeks ago, and and we mentioned whenever you have one brilliant comment, you've probably got several negative. Yeah, definitely. Uh, trolling really nasty comments and that's something that you open yourself up to is is the online bullying aspect of it and actually I think that in itself could be another show uh, you know discussing online bullying when it comes to releasing your music I mean this is this is pretty much in in that I mean if you're talking about like negative things you could say that bullying can be a massive aspect of it you can say that the constant barrage of people just saying I don't like your stuff Mm. that's got to have an effect actually I I've been on um I've been on the I found an article from Vox and um Dr. Arthur Cassidy, a psychologist who specializes in celebrity and social media, uh said that sociological socio-psychological issues arise from trying to please people and it can create an incredible sense of burnout. Uh so I mean that's been something that's been in uh YouTube for a while anyway, for example people working to a point that they are constantly on social media they are constantly uploading and recording and vlogging and they are always subject to their their fans mm. you know it's no longer does a movie or makes music and puts it out and that's it you might hear a, an interview it's now social media is embedded in everything you know everything you do you put it out you put it out on social media 
you want to stay relevant, you have to you keep have to keep putting things out. Pe- keep putting mm. things out on social media. And at People, what point there's so get, much stuff now. It gets a bit tedious, doesn't it? Uh, you know, there's there's a lot. You know, you mentioned uh, Logan Paul. There's there's so many vloggers and YouTubers and influencers that they 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 start grinding on you a little bit. How much how much how much are you exposed to on a on a in a day? How much, how much social media? Like exposed to in terms of social media, music, movies coming out. Uh, there's all of these different formats of me- of media, and they're all trying to capture. Let alone everyone in say in a, in a particular industry, like the movies industry or the in the music industry, trying to capture your attention. It's then between them and everyone else, and they've got to stay. Our attention spans are pretty. You know, that was me clicking. By the way, was it? Sorry, <laughs> I, I was looking at a squirrel over there. Oh, right, so right, yeah. Talking um, of attention spans. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we. we we are subject to all of this, the stimuli every day, and they've got to keep doing more and more stuff so that they stay relevant. That's the thing. So much, f- everything's so much faster now. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I'm so smart. You are. You're so clever. <laughs> and, and, well of knowledge. And, and this is why you're here. Uh, we're going to hear a couple of tracks <laughs> now. Um, I think they're linking quite well as well, actually. We've got um, Dan Jordan, first of all, um, who's an absolute poet. Believe it or not, his name's not actually Dan Jordan. His name is Rich. I think wow. he said he said his first ever gig, I'm sure he said it was in Kamarden or Swansea, um, they introduced him, despite him uh, saying think, his name was Rich. Yeah. You were here. I would met. Yes. You were here. Uh, this, really nice this is guy. months ago, really nice guy. Um, but for those of you who weren't here uh, or weren't tuned in, he intru- the, the, the venue, the promoter, whoever, introduced him as uh, as Dan Jordan. Um, and at that point, he didn't he, like did, how? he didn't have it within what him happened? to uh, correct them, and so just went along with it. They rebooked him. His name's Rich. His name's Rich. It's not even close to Dan. Uh, but they, Richard Jordan? Nope. His, yeah, yeah, his name, his name is Richard Jordan, or Rich Jordan is what he goes by. But he, uh, the, 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 the venue rebooked him. And again, uh, he as he was approaching the venue, he saw the sign outside, Dan Jordan. Amazing. And, and it just stuck. I mean, it's a good... It's a and good and he, he started booking himself as Dan Jordan, and, and that is it, he goes by Dan Jordan, that's fantastic. Isn't that the same way that Spider-Man got his name? You know, in this first movie, you know, the one from oh, Toby Maguire. Yeah. That's the same, there we go, see... It's the same way that Spider-Man got his name. That's right. He was introduced as Spider-Man. What, what, what did he ask to be introduced know. as? I don't know. In the wrestling ring. Really lame. They were in the wrestling ring. Yeah. And uh, he said, I'm uh, the human spider. That's it. I'm the human spider. The human spider. And he was like, nah, that sucks. Shut up. Spider-Man. Yeah. And, and it stuck. Uh, so yeah, here's uh, Dan Jordan, a.k.a. Spider-Man, uh, with his track Rebel Vision. He's an absolute poet. Listen to the lyrics within this. I think this perfectly uh, describes um, and kind of uh, pencils the age in which we live uh, in terms of social media, uh, internet, and, and how... Uh, all of this controls our life. Then we're moving on to another kind of topical track uh, with Oxbow Lake, the award-winning acoustic duo from South Wales with their new single, What Do We Know?
shadow tight It's harder than ever to keep out of the light When there's a lot of noise coming from behind That rehab door Call it a write-off Call it an exile for will Call it heaven's gate Call it a damn good deal By the way, she's not that bothered
From Pembrokeshire, Pure West Radio. Do 
the action live from our studios in Haverford West at purewestradio.com and on our Facebook page, Pure West Radio. I'm Sarah Miller and I'll be joined by local experts in farming, food, wildlife and all the other things that are precious to the Pembrokeshire countryside every Sunday between 9 and 11. At KO Carpets, you know quality is assured. We've been your local family-run business for over 40 years. We're widely recognised as Pembrokes' leading supplier of domestic and contract flooring. We provide full end-to-end service, free measures and estimates, free delivery and free fitting by our professional team of highly skilled fitters. Come and see us at Vine Road, Johnston, or drop us an email, sales at kocarpets.com. We're a knockout at flooring. Oxbow Lake there with their newest single, What Do We Know? Before that, Dan, a.k.a. Rich Jordan, a.k.a. Spider-Man, uh, with Rebel Vision. Uh, again, two very topical uh, songs, I believe. It's uh, now. Yeah, it's, it's, that's it, it's stuck. Uh, two very topical tracks uh, when we're talking about kind of social media and, and living in the 21st century. Um, up next, uh, we've got two tracks from Persona B, which was another artist uh, that was suggested last week for the flashback feature we've got straight lines first of all then we're going to hear the news and straight after that kicking off the second hour of the show here on pure west presents tonight we've got uh, the second track from persona b with lessons in light don't go anywhere because marco and i will be back uh, again with the second hour of tonight's show we're going to carry on our debate talking about social media uh, and playing many more of your favorite usual suspects we're also going to be featuring in the second hour uh, of the t- of the show tonight our overseas star which i now can tell you is blacktop mojo his persona b and we'll be right back after the news
Pembrokeshire, from Pembrokeshire, this is Pure West Radio. I'm Charlie James with the latest news for Pembrokeshire. A man in Pembroke Dock has denied four racially aggravated offences. Mark Ray of Wavell Crescent appeared before Haverford West Magistrates on November 19th. He faced charges of using racially aggravated, threatening and abusive words intending to cause a harassment and distress. Ray pleaded not guilty to all four charges which are alleged to have taken place in Pembroke Dock on July 15th. Magistrates accepted jurisdiction to hear the case and a trial date has been listed for December 19th. Ray has been released on bail with a condition not to contact the complainants. A woman in Pembroke Dock has pleaded guilty to possession of a gram of herbal cannabis when she appeared before Haverford West Magistrates on November 20th. Prosecutor Vaughan Pritchard-Jones said police asked Stokes if she had any drugs when they spoke to her in Haverford West on November 